Uh, up in Sydney, the Australian Open is going to be played. It's going to be fantastic. But also, last weekend, what a terrific uh, tournament it was uh, with the PHGA Championship uh, in Brisbane. And to talk to us all about it, to preview it and to review it, is our great mate from this show, uh, two-time Australasian winning golfer, and that's Nick O'Hearn. G'day, Nick. How you guys? How you going? Couldn't be better. Thank you for joining us, mate. Sorry, we're a bit late. Uh, we meant to get you on no, a bit no, earlier. No. Um, but yeah, just, just, I mean, golf is all the rage at the minute. Uh, everyone loves it. Um, just want to review last weekend, firstly. What a terrific tournament it was. Yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, the uh, pairings they got over the weekend were, was awesome. Obviously, Minwoo playing with Adam Scott on Saturday, a bit of the, the old and the new uh, going at it, and that was a lot of fun to watch. And then on Sunday, how uh, the drama sort of unfolded with Min, Min Woo had Lee had that lead early, sort of evaporated by the Japanese player, but geez, he played some good golf uh, closing out the front nine, um, sort of highlighted by that chip in for Eagle on the ninth, and then he ran away with it and ended up doing Viking claps and had a chef hat on. <laughs> it was all happening. Nick, this was here. Um, I, I talk a lot about sort of the commentary side of things, which is what you did uh, do and did on the weekend, um, and I, I would expect that commentating golf could be difficult but you you always seem to know the read of the part and 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 where they lie how, how much research do you do or is it all about oh, i've played at that course and I, I just know or is there a lot of research a bit of both to be honest yeah i mean royal queensland since they changed it for instance that was a little tougher because i haven't played it since then but you kind of get a feel for it i mean you get to know the greens you get to watch a lot of the parts bit of research there but and then the other part of it is just the experience you kind of know uh, over the years what's going to happen almost in a way and then this week with the Australian and I've played the Australian and the Lakes golf courses a lot so I kind of uh, know those courses very very well so it'll actually be a bit easier than last week but uh, golf's a funny game it always throws the odd the odd hiccup in there for you as a commentator and you try not to get ahead of yourself but um yeah, but it's a lot of fun doing it. It's much easier talking about golf than playing it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, that, and that's that's something that's always sort of uh, – it's not troubling for me, but to, to go a junior career as, a, as an elite golf player and be winning and winning and winning, same probably with tennis, but then to get to a certain stage where you could go through your career without winning another tournament, but you could still be in that sort of top 10, top 100, how, how, do, you, how, do, you, how do people cope with that? Well, I mean, golf, you do a lot more losing than you do winning, that's for sure. I think tennis might be a little different in that regard. The only guy that did a lot of winning, I guess, was Tiger, but the rest of us, we tend to lose a lot. So, um, and on that front, it's great to see him back playing this week. Uh, he's going to play a tournament in the Bahamas. So, um, you know, and, and, and it's a weird thing with golf because I, I rarely celebrated good finishes because I always thought, well, I didn't win, so why am I celebrating? So you kind of need to when you do have a good week go right I did really well maybe maybe buy yourself something nice and then move on from there learn from it and then try and get them next time but it's such a competitive these days there's so many good young male and female players coming through that uh, you just got to grab your opportunities when they present themselves and then every now and then you get some talents that come along like you know the the Lees the siblings I mean mm-hmm. Minwoo and Minji I mean they're two of the best players in the world, really, and the weird thing for Min Woo is he's the second best player in his family, so he's got a bit of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> how does he feel? I know he would have heard that a lot. Uh, do you know how he feels about that? Sorry, do you know how he actually feels about that? Because, but I know he's heard it a lot. Oh yeah, no, I think um, he, he's obviously very supportive of, of his sister. 
he said the other day that typically when I win, she wins straight after. So, uh, <laughs> so, so look out for her to win the Aussie Open this week. It wouldn't be something if they both did. I mean, that that'd be a world first having a brother and sister win tournaments at the same venue the same week. No, that's never been done before. So, it'll be fun to watch. And Nick, you mentioned Tiger just before. What were some of your experiences of playing with Tiger Woods? Beating Tiger. Beating Tiger Woods. Well, I loved it because I played him twice in match plan. Match plan, I beat him twice, so I don't know what all the fuss was <laughs> about. Easy. To be honest. Oh, <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm no worries. Was obviously, um, you know, I, I play. I was very lucky to play in that era when he was around, and you could always feel you knew when Tiger was out of tournament because the the uh, electricity or the the atmosphere just went up, you know, tripled basically. So it was uh, very much a different field. He changed the game absolutely. He did. He he uh, he's turned you know a lot of players' careers uh, into something pretty special just by his presence alone. So we can all bow down and thank the guy for uh, raising per and really changing the way the game's been played these days. So uh, it's good to see him back. And um, you know, a world without Tiger not playing golf is is uh, is a lesser thing, I think. So uh, hopefully he can play a few yeah. few tournaments next year. It sounds as though he might try and tee it up at a couple of the majors, but a lot will depend on his body and, and see how he goes going forward. What, what's he like on the golf course? I mean, does, does he talk to you a lot, or is he just concentrated on what he needs to do? Well, in the match play events, not not really. I mean, you never really talk to your opponent that much. But in stroke play events, yeah, he'll he'll have a bit of a chat and, and get going. But as the round sort of goes along and it gets towards a serious end, everyone tends to quieten down and away you go. But um, but I lived in a in the same community as him in the US, and uh, he he sort of kept to himself a lot because he didn't want to let any other pros into. Uh, into his bubble, I guess you could say. He wanted to keep him at a distance and keep the aura of invincibility going. And, and he did for a very long time and, until, I guess, he hit that fire hydrant and then everything sort of fell from there. <laughs> well, I'm sure he tells his mates that he played with Nick O'Hearn. Oh, I'm sure he does, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> I want to get your opinion on party holes. I mean, there's been a bit of a debate uh, this week on them. Uh, do you like them? Do you think it's good for the game? Uh, would you would you like more of them or anything? Uh, I, I don't mind them. Um, you know, it's it's certainly very different. I mean, it seems to happy, it happen every week at a live golf event. They, they always have party <laughs> holes. Uh, I mean, we, we used to have one in Phoenix on the PGA Tour, which was probably the ultimate party hole because you've got probably, I don't know, 15,000, 20,000 people screaming at you. And if you don't hit a good shot, they'll, uh, they'll certainly let you know it. So it's a bit more like a football match in those circumstances. It never really bothered me. But, um, you know, I think once in a while is good to have it. But at the end of a major tournament, I think it's, um, it's a little tough sometimes. So midway through the round, I think it'd be fine. But uh, when it gets to the closing stages, I think it can be a little different. But, you know, as we saw last week with Min Wu, he had a four-shot lead going into the mm. final hole. Also, he was lapping it up and he got the chef's head out and did all that. I mean, if he was one shot or, or tied, it would be probably would have been a bit different story, I'd say. And you've seen some changes uh, with golf. I mean, even with spectators, we've, we've gone from dads taking the young ones to now the, the 18-year-olds and uh, the, obviously women walking around everywhere as well. Uh, are you enjoying where golf's headed? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the game's changing. It's certainly getting uh, a younger crowd in. I mean, I was at that Live Adelaide event last year, and that was the loudest I've seen a golf tournament in Australia, and the, everyone loved it and enjoyed it. I think, you know, there's probably a place for that sort of a thing in an exhibition-style thing, but um, as far as regular tournaments go, I think uh, the game's in a really strong place, uh, well, globally, I think. I mean, 
obviously the PGA Tour need to figure out what they're doing with the Saudis. But down here in Australia, we've got uh, a lot of lot of young talent coming through. Uh, we've got a 16 or 17 events on the schedule here now, which is good. And it'll hopefully just continue to grow down here and get back to what it was like in the 80s and 90s when we had so many tournaments and Greg Norman was leading the way. That'd be mm. fun. That, that, that would be fun. Now, uh, this weekend, of course, the Australian Open, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a cracker. The, the golf course looks in mint condition. Uh, you, now, you, you said you've played it. Um, what are some of the holes or some of the quirks that we need to look out for? Oh, well, the Australian, it's, uh, it, it, you know, it's like a almost Augusta-like at the moment. The fairways are pure, the greens are magic. Uh, obviously, we had a bit of a storm this afternoon uh, here in Sydney, so it'll be pretty soft, and I think scoring will be good. But um, you just got to stay out of the water on both of these golf courses. There are plenty of hazards around. Uh, you know, one of my favourite holes on the front nine is the third. It's a little quirky little par four, but for the most part, the course plays pretty long out there, and the conditioning is just incredible. And and when you see it on the TV, the, the bunkering and the white sand, it's just something really spectacular, and it's going to come up a treat on TV, I think. So uh, a lot will depend on the weather and how much wind they get, but um, I think it's going to be pretty low scoring this week, which will be a lot of fun for the fans. Yes, no, good fun, good fun. Now, we had um, Mark Allen on last week uh, previewing the PGA, and he, he tipped us, um, uh, Cameron Smith, to win it. So uh, I'm hoping that you can do a bit better than him. And put the moles. Oh, yeah, well, that wasn't a great tip. Well, uh, I probably would have tipped him as well, to be honest. uh, um, It'll be hard-pressed to go past Cam this week, but I think... uh, I think the form that Mark Leishman showed last mm. week at the PGA is something really good. So I'm, I'm going to tip him to win on the on the men's side. And then on the women's side, it's uh, it's got to be Minji Lee, I think. Mm. Since Min Wu won, well, well, she won't want to be left out of the limelight. So we'll go for her on the women's side. And as we mentioned earlier, it could be a brother and sister. They both win. And, and we did say that'd be huge, but that would be – it would go down in the history books, no doubt. Oh, it would. Yeah, it's never been done before. So uh, not on the same week anyway. Not, not that I know of. Um, I know some, what was it, Rasmus and Hoygaard, uh, Rasmus and Nikolai Hoygaard, the Danish twin, uh, twins, they've sort of won close together, but never never at the same time, obviously, playing in the same tournament. But um, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. Uh, awesome. Are you, you doing anything exciting over the weekend? I'll be doing the commentary on the Ooh. TV, so yes, yeah, very exciting. I'll be I'll be getting a front row seat. Oh, Lovely. There you go. We'll make sure you watch that. Hey, Nick, we'll leave it there, mate. Um, thank you for staying up late uh, for us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hopefully, you have the the best weekend of your life uh, up in Sydney, and uh, it's be it's, it's another close uh, tournament. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a cracker. Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Nick O'Hearn there. The two-time Australasian winning champion, and well, he's doing the commentary.